Wait, what'd you say? I said this booty juice. What'd you say? Booty juice. <laughs> juice is booty juice. I, I, I turned it more towards you because you have the good I, side. Oh, I have the good side? I think so. Oh, I know. I, I think my voice just talk ca- quiet. carries more. Is it doing it? Oh, yeah. It's doing it. This are we, is. Are we getting like right into it, or yeah, or is I, it like a test run? I wanted everybody to hear you say "booty juice." So, <laughs> so that's why well, they I, probably heard me a few times. I, that's why I started it when I said it. Booty juice. You know, I'm gonna. Th- this is the this is the anxiety in me, but I'm gonna take a peek outside real quick, and you're gonna see why in a second. Hold on, I've gotta get the three locks. Why is it snowing? No, it's just it's just that our neighbor's right right here on this other side of the wall and she is never there. Yeah, that's and I always well, I hate to see I hate to say I've noticed it, but it's she's like hard not to notice. It's, yeah, cuz her, her room is just right there and I feel bad for her cuz you literally just see like the inside of her place when you walk it yeah, every time. Like her bedroom. Okay, so I I feel like this one time I I wasn't trying to be nosy. You just like noticed this, but I'm I like was walking in, and the windows of her and I don't know if it's a one bedroom or if it's a two bedroom. I haven't seen another person in there. This sounds super creepy. Right. <laughs> Dude, okay, but you have to like you have to set it up like you walk right up the stairs and there's a window. Right. Blinds are always open, and there's, like, yeah, you can see, like, in the bedroom in kind of another, like, section of their apartment. Yeah. So, the the windows in the living room, they were open a little bit more than usual when I was coming up the stairs. And then, like, I just, like, looked at their wall for a quick second, and I saw, like, a lot of very, like, earthy type things and I also saw some wooden stars like wood shaped stars they weren't turned upside down but it gave me like a I don't want to assume anything but she also has a cat gosh we sound like terrible people right I she has um I think there's a a fish tank in there too exactly classic witch she's a witch witchy vibes keeps goldfish in there like beta fish and Puts them in her cauldron. So I, I just don't want to be so loud that like we get some sort of curse put on us. Bro, maybe she cursed you. That's why you're doing so bad in Call of Duty last night. <laughs> Bro, I always do bad in Call of Duty. Okay, I was doing good today though, and she wasn't. I didn't. I. You didn't see. Her. I didn't see her. This whole podcast is going to be about our neighbor. Have you seen her at all? I saw her one time. No, I've seen her twice now. One time I saw her walking into her apartment, and the other time was when I fell down the stairs. Oh, God. <laughs> because... She was the one who saw? Yeah, because I didn't... It was like icy, and I slipped, and then I'm grabbing onto that railing to keep me from falling all the way down, and like when I look up, up the stairs, there she is sitting in the living room, and she just looks back at me. And her the expression on her face... 
like didn't change whatsoever. So it's almost like she was like expecting it or she was like, finally, <laughs> like basically she was like, my, my hex is finally Somebody being put into it. effect. And so now I'm just like, let's, let's keep the noise down. Wary. Let's, let's just prevent any bad juju from falling upon this part apartment. Does she look like a witch? No. That's what strikes me. Well, I mean, what do you think a witch looks like? I mean, I think of the typical witch with a big nose and like like a crooked nose and like a like a wart, black hair. But I don't, the witches these days, all girls want to be witches these days for some reason. All the weird girls. <laughs> it's a whole thing now. It's a whole thing. I wonder why that is. Heck if I don't know. Girls, I don't know. It's probably because witches are a symbol of defiance of the patriarchy. And they're like powerful and sexy. (laughs) The only sexy witch I've ever seen is Glinda from... Glinda, come on. Who's Glinda? Bro! Glinda, the good witch of the East from... Are we talking Wizard of Oz? Yes, we are. Wait, is she the curly-haired one? I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. The good witch? Yeah, there's the good witch. The blonde one? She's, yeah. Because, and that's why she's the good witch, because she's Aryan. Just throwing that out. I'm there. I'm kidding, everybody. It's very bad to be Aryan. Uh, we just watched a movie, so it's like fresh on our brains. Two movies that kind of two two movies that made us racist. Back to back, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I picked the second movie. I don't want to give away the title because we haven't even really done my classic introduction and everything. So you picked that second one kind of to balance out. I, I picked the second one because to not only to balance it out, but I felt like we were doing like a theme. And I was like, I can make this a themed movie night. I wasn't trying to do a theme. But. Yes, you were. Don't deny it. Okay. Um, White Pride Worldwide. <laughs> you know this is going on the internet, right? I know. I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything to cancel, but yeah, that's true. I'm, my life's basically over already, so I'm just a lonely cat, man. You don't even have, Not that the, I have a cat. No, we do have a cat. He's a big cat. Truman, the big cat. Truman is the big cat. The big cat on campus. So welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and cat people. To the first, not the first episode in the new apartment, but the first episode, I already did one. You looked disappointed when you looked at me just yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, cause, yeah, I, I didn't even know. I got really inspired one day, and I was just like, I'm just going to do one. Because I was bored. I was lonely here. Give me a second, Zach. I got <laughs> to look this up. Dude. It's not a very good one. I like, didn't stop. even like publicly put anything out about it because you I didn't promote it. Yeah, I just was like, well, "This one's not that good." But I say, "Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, cat people," because we are technically cat people. 
It's just a stuffed cat. And it's uh it's the king of the jungle. That makes this sound <laughs> not a lion. I guess a lion is the king of the jungle. Yeah. But tiger but tigers, tigers are cooler. Way yeah, cooler lions. They are way cooler. I always wondered like why are tigers like bright orange? You know? Cause like they're like trying to blend in. But if you look at like pictures of tigers in their habitat, they actually do kind of blend in with like the grass and stuff. And I think with like the animals they hunt, their eyesight isn't like people eyesight. So maybe they're like colorblind to to like orangish colors. All the other animals probably. Are dogs colorblind? I've always heard that, but I, I don't know so. if that's actually true. I've always heard they see like like a lot of browns. Ugh. And like gray, black and white. I don't know. I see I just whenever when somebody says to me that a, something is colorblind, I just immediately think black and white even though that's like yeah. not true <laughs> whatsoever. No, like people like they see red and think it's like green or like blue and think it's yellow. I don't know. Do you remember that one time for Spirit Week at College Heights where we did a class color day? And Riley, he, so this guy in our class was colorblind. It's not funny. We're not making fun of him for that. Uh, what's there what, are other reasons to make fun of him. <laughs> that's not one of them. The, the, what we're making fun of is the fact that our class color was blue. And so we all like wore blue shirts that day, but he <laughs> picked like a dark purple or something like that. And he legit thought it was blue too. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be rough. Yeah. And everybody gave him so much crap. I honestly felt bad for him, but like at the same time, that was funny. And <laughs> that then was like, like it's Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at high school me probably didn't feel that bad, but now more mature own apartment holding but still dependent on people to survive not totally independent zach has grown up in a sense i don't know i don't feel that grown up i still feel like a big kid i don't either especially since i shaved my face i feel like i'm 15 again you know how mad Paige? well Paige saw you with the beard yeah but raven was dying to see you without or with the beard. She was like, what? Ethan has facial hair? I had a bunch of it, dude. Seth Rogen in the house. Dude. Seth Rogen. <laughs> you haven't grown up, Zach. <laughs> More than a few people said it. I was like, Seth Rogen. Do the, do the voice. I can't. <laughs> My favorite, you remember that video I sent you where that guy who kind of looks like him, he pushes that cop over and he, he runs. Does his, he doesn't he does laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. That was a terrible Seth Rogen impression. So fun fact, uh, I drive by Bill and Hillary Clinton's house every day to get to work here what? when they were professors at the U of A. And it's got a little sign out front. Do you do this when you go by? <laughs> I drive by and I think that's where those pedophile ringleaders. <laughs> Freaking lizard people, man. I do want to go in one day. I don't know if it's open, though. I want to see what the Clintons' home life was like. They have it like a museum? 
Yeah, it says the Clinton really? Museum. It's got That's a big silly. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of cool. One was our president. One was almost gonna be president. Hell no. <laughs> I would go if like you don't have to like buy a ticket or anything. I don't think you do. Cost. I don't think you do. I f- I feel like they just let anybody walk in there. <laughs> no. Just any, <laughs> just anybody. Um. I've been working on a Bill Clinton impersonation. I don't know if it's very good, though. Let's hear it. I can't work it. Okay, well, it might take, it might take me a sec. No, that's too Southern. It might take me a sec. What are we trying to <laughs> I got to start doing I do like this little... <laughs> at first... <laughs> See, Listen, I, I like did When I said I didn't have sexual relations with that woman... Back in Arkansas, where I come from, <laughs> giving a blowjob is like getting a handshake. Okay, see, it's it's not quite there yet, but you'll get there. So you just gotta keep working it. I know for this for the comedy club that I eventually headline at in my fantasy dreams, I have to have this impersonation nailed down to a stat, and <laughs> it's getting no, it's not, it's not. I hear George Bush. George George W. George W. Not senior. Uh, Junior. What's that line in in the J. Cole song where he samples and he's like, You fool me, you can't get fooled again. Fool me once, put the blame on you. Fool me twice. There's a saying in Texas. (laughs) There's a saying, an old saying in Texas or Tennessee. I don't know where it comes from. Oh, gosh, that's a good quote. It's it's all those like you know, it's those little things that I hold on to. Every, when everybody talks about politics and stuff, the one thing that comes into my head is just all those stupid clips of them saying stuff that we've just memed to death. I thought you were gonna say when you wake up, it's like the first thing you think about. No, usually the first thing I think about when I wake up is I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the majority of people can say that's uh, the first thing that comes to mind. Though. It's probably like the second thing that comes to mind. The first thing is I need to jerk off. And then pee. <laughs> and then watch as I pee and it splits into two streams. Because there's a little bit left in the tank. We're just being – I well, you not – you're being your normal self. I feel like I'm not being very careful about what I'm saying. I've – I've lost all the form. I don't. I didn't. Yeah, I've been. That's the thing, dude. Like the first few episodes that we did, I was like, try, I, I was like trying not to like be crass and like cuss or do anything. <coughs> I felt rigid, but yeah, same. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I just it's language, bro. It's yeah. this is how I talk to you. I also think that I'm like I'm pretty like crass and a little bit pervy. Yeah, you're just sure. dropping those f bombs every day, every Dude, second of the day. I know. You should hear this. It's a problem. I this, went to rehab for it. This little b i t c h when he plays Call of Duty. It's just like, oh, that was that was poopy. F word. F word. <laughs> and we're not talking about the f u c k word. We're talking about the other f word. What's the other f word? French. <laughs> French dip. No friendship. Oh, fr- I had vape in my mouth. <laughs> French dip. French dip. 
Um, you sent up a French dip. Well, I didn't pick a. Do you know I was doing like a little charity plug before all of these? No. I well, I mean, most Poetry. recently, I didn't pick one for today because we decided to do this ten minutes ago. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Like different charities or yeah, I try to pick something that like I've either donated to before or I will donate to, and just something that like people I don't know. Last week I did watered gardens and I did a terrible job at explaining what watered gardens does. I made it sound like they hole up people who are homeless in like a sweatshop and make them work for a little bit of food, which is not true. (laughs) (laughs) Some people really do think that though. (laughs) And they'll just like, they'll just like crap on it, like on Facebook, be like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You can't please everybody. No, you really can't. (laughs) Especially on Facebook. (laughs) Facebook. On Facebook. (laughs) It's because it's all it's all the old boomers on there that that aren't nice like us millennials. Yeah, dude. I, old people, uh, ooh, like I feel like old people are way meaner and like judgmental. That's what I would say too. But then Hannah made me get back on Twitter, and I've seen oh, even though most of it is joking. I feel like there's a lot of it that I'm like. I did not need this negativity in my life today. That's why I still will push Reddit all day, all every day. Because it's either the most wholesome stuff that you find on there, or it's porn. Yes. <laughs> not that I go looking for it. It's just... It just shows up. You know, the there. picture's blurred out, and it says NSFW, and, and you're, you're like, like, am I going to see a dead person? Or am I gonna? Or am I gonna be turned on? <laughs> Wait, I did that joke backwards. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm probably gonna be turned on either way. <laughs> no, one time I opened it up and like it was a video, and it was like this is why you don't mess with like monkeys or something like that. And there's like a guy just like sitting on a street, and there's a monkey that he's like. Not even really messing with. He's just interacting with it. And then all of a sudden, it jumps on him and rips the skin, like this huge patch off his head. And you can see his skull through it. Like it shows the video and then it just does like a close-up picture on that. And this is what I woke up to one morning on the toilet. I was like, this is how I'm going to start my day. (laughs) With this image (laughs) in my head. Should we do should we do the drink review session to at least stay somewhat true to form? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking a golden ale, Urban Trail Golden Ale by Bike Rack Brewing Company. We're right here. Crafted in Arkansas. I thought that said imported in Arkansas for a second, and I was like, do these hicks not know what imported means? We imported it from our own state. I say Hicks lovingly because I'm from Southwest Missouri, so I can't talk trash on Arkansans. I mean, half my... I wouldn't say half my family, but there are members in my family who I would say are Hicks. Same. Maybe not Hicks, but they're just... No, my family... Good old boys. My... My mom and my grandpa really like to remind us at family dinners that we come from a line of hillbillies. And look at me now. 
so sophisticated in our camping chair lit apartment lit drinking, camping drinking chair furnished beer with our pinkies out that beer is disgusting i, I like it it's too it's too uh let me take another sip here i i don't know like i usually like gold nails too but it's too just like thick it's like i'm drinking like a milkshake almost why do you have to say that? <laughs> I swear, it's like I like things until someone says something. And then I'm like... Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's the best beer I've ever drinking. You should slam like, <laughs> ten more of <laughs> If I had ten, maybe. <laughs> like, what was... What was Hannah saying? I, like, I tried something and then I was like, hey, you have to try this. And then she tried it and was like, it tastes like carrots. And I was like... Why did you say that? Carrots? Yeah. Can't remember what it was. But it grossed me out. <laughs> and then I tasted carrots. Um, well, that sucks. <laughs> I don't know how to jump off that. I'm drinking something called Early Bird, and it's from North Little Rock, Arkansas. Flyaway Brewing Company. Oh, that makes sense. Their name's Flyaway. Uh, like it's an IPA. Um, I will say it's a lot. That's better than the one I'm drinking. Yeah, it for sure is. Yeah. There was like none left of this on the Walmart shelves. Did you know Walmart was from Arkansas? I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I you know. Yeah, you see one every two blocks, and you're like, huh, something's going on here. Yeah, they're freaking everywhere. I hope you could tell I was joking. No, they like. Oh, that you didn't know? <laughs> yeah. No I, no, I was like, man, maybe he really doesn't know. How could you not? I've been to the Walton Museum, bro. Oh, I, shoot. I know that Walmart is from Arkansas. But loaded. Sam Walton went to school at Mizzou. You're basically him. Well, he was also in a frat, and I wasn't. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, dream so big, Zach. But this this beer is good. That's the long and short of it. Dream. My, my blue moon that I was drinking earlier is better than this golden ale. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of blue moon to begin with, but I would drink blue moon over that. Yeah. I would drink. And I say that knowing full well you got me that blue moon sign that's now hanging <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I had to choose from a lot of other ones though. There was like Coors. Uh, I was Ugh. gonna get. I was gonna get a Miller. Miller. Oh, now one. you're talking my hillbilly yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go out on the back forty and do a bonfire and shoot some skeet. And yeah. Drink some Millers. This just it just makes me think of. Uh, going over to Josiah Breckles yeah. freshman year. Yeah. Everybody just, well, should we say this? People can tell I'm on the downhill slope of alcoholism. I drank underage. You know, screw it. YOLO. You only live once. It's what you're supposed to do in America. That's what I feel like. It's a rite of passage, yeah. almost. It's like, yeah, I feel like they market it towards, like, everybody. It's marketed towards everybody. Do you think that just, if they lowered the drinking age here, 
like Europe that it would be better? No, not, <laughs> not at this point. We're past that. We're, we're way past that. We're like 200 years past that. It's weird, too, because it's like, it's so... Like, I've always heard the argument that, like, the reason it's different over in Europe and that they can, quote, handle it, it with the drinking age being so low is because they're like, oh, it's so ingrained in their culture. But alcohol is very much ingrained in American culture, and it's still like a go-all-out kind of thing with, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, but still, I feel like if we try, if we, if they tried to do that now, it would not work at all. It would not work at all. It would probably take a few years. It would, it would probably take more than a few. I bet if, define few. I bet if they started doing it now, when we were like, when we are like eighty. Oh geez. That. <laughs> that's more than a few years. I, I I bet when we got to that point, that's when it would seem normalized for us if we survive that long yeah i don't know if we're gonna make it not just like you us, individually like, or no, no, all, no, of like all of us <laughs> not just america i'm talking about the world I don't, I don't know if we'll make it i don't know i feel like we've turned a little bit of a corner maybe i haven't heard of this is the weird thing about not working at the news station anymore is I forgot how much I relied on being there to like know what's going on in the world. And now I just have like no clue of anything that's happened. Yeah. Even now that I'm like back on social media, like I, I, I still don't check the news. I don't keep up with it. No. I'm not trying to really. The Biden who? Who is that? Kamala who? You know, it's kind of nice, though, not to wake up and not have to see, like, some tweet or something that has everybody in an outrage. It's just life goes on. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, I haven't really been affected by anything yet or, like, nothing's caught my eye that I've been like, well, that's really stupid. Well, not true, but... Nothing like huge. No, what what was stupid that you saw? Well, I guess like just like assault rifles. Oh yeah, I saw I saw Tim Pool talking about that the other day. I don't know. That that to me seems like normal at this point. It's like it gets brought up every now and then. Yeah. But it's just like whatever. He was saying something interesting about how like it's so many different people in politics and in the media who they just don't know what they're talking about when it comes to weaponry because he was like going to buy a gun for himself and he was like looking at like the typical like it looks like a military assault rifle but then he was buying like a bolt action rifle actually and the guy at the gun store was like he was asking them, he's like, why do they want to ban this scary looking gun versus this bolt action rifle? Because the guy at the gun store was like, well, this bolt action rifle is actually more accurate and it shoots a more powerful round and it's way more deadly. <laughs> and he was just saying it's it's based on just like the look of it. And it's like he said if the, it's it was something along the lines of like if there's more moving parts, it's like more that's like what people go for and it's yeah. things that are just like simple that they're just like yeah whatever right 
It's all backwards. This was something Hannah and I talked about. We were on a little politics rant, and we were just like, "It." I think it gets so misconstrued that people think that like the left, which is a big group, just like encompassing a lot of leftist ideology, wants to ban all like guns and everything. <laughs> when in actuality, it's like that's a very small segment yeah. and there's like a lot of people who are on the left but are still like pro-gun they're just more like hey let's make sure that you don't have like a mental illness or anything before we, we sell you right. a gun which is like people on the right like they're also doing the same thing like which i think is i mean that should be happening i think there should be more background checks i do too and things set in place where crazy people aren't getting them I mean, I do too, but then it's like where, for me, it's almost like where do you draw the line where you say like this certain individual is allowed to protect themselves or at least get the sense that they feel like they can protect themselves, whereas this person does not. And there probably is like a a fine, like drawn out line between experts because it's just like, I don't know. I couldn't see someone being like, hey, you have bipolar disorder, so we're not going to give you a gun. Like, that just doesn't seem right to me. Because those, if anything, people who are mentally ill are more likely to be taken advantage of than not. True. There's a lot to think about politically. There, there's a lot. And it's way above... Our, br- our brains combined. <laughs> yeah, it's way above. This, this podcast isn't raking in the bucks like I thought it would. Microsoft, I don't want to update. How many times do you have to ask me that? Dude, literally, my computer asks me every day. Like, says there's an update. Like, do you want to update? And I'm like, remind me tomorrow. Right. Just remind me tomorrow. The, these updates are a perfect symbol of my procrastination because I'm always like, I'm going to do that tomorrow when I'm not using my computer. But then I am not using my computer, so I don't think yeah. to do it. Yeah. And then when I'm on it, I'm like, dude, this update's going to take forever. When like, I'm on it, I'm like, hey, I'm trying to watch porn right now. <laughs> like, hentai. I'm <laughs> some hentai. That was, that was, I probably shouldn't have said it that way. Um, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I'm making a lot of porn jokes tonight, and I don't like that. It's okay. <laughs> Is that, you know, I haven't watched porn in a while. Really? Yeah. I'm glad. I've been trying not to. It's a, it's a disease. It's, it's a weird thing, man, because. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, I mean, girls. it's, it's sometimes like, boys, sometimes, no, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> it's weird because it's like, I feel like, especially where we grew up in, in our religious circle. It was not. It was not. Wait, was this me? Oh, that, I was saying like, it was not like, it, it did not fly. No. It didn't fly, but we also, I felt like maybe not enough, we didn't talk about it, like, because we talked about it like porn was the issue in itself, but it's really kind of like, it's, you're missing the fact that it's like the heart of the issue, because you can still experience lust for someone else, 
without watching porn. And you can yeah. still objectify people without watching porn. True. And there's a I think that there's like a lot tied to porn too, is like like why like why certain people watch it. Cause I think that a lot of people are like trying to get something out of it. A lot like with a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah. I I feel that. It's a desire to feel I mean, I don't know. It's it's weird because it, to me it's almost like that Dave episode we were watching, that show for people who don't know with with little Dicky to where it's like he would rather have sex with that with, with the with not even with, with like a, it was like a silicone like half gosh, it was disgusting. Should like, I name what it was called? Do you know the name of what it was called? <laughs> I looked at getting one. <laughs> no, you did not. No, I didn't. I think it was called like a Fuck Me Silly 3000 or something. <laughs> a fuck Me Silly 3. There's no way that's its name. That's what it was called. There's <laughs> no way. But it's like, okay, so it's like half of the woman's body, the lower half, <laughs> obviously. And it that's what... Top and he was like... Basically, like, I'd rather have sex with this than with my girlfriend because there's no expectations. Right. Which that's kind of like, that's like the sad part, I think, about it. Because it's like you would, that's like the heart of the issue is people just like wanting to only feel pleasure for themselves and not involve anyone else. Yeah. So the next step. You don't have to put anything into it except the the next step to get beyond that is we just have massive orgies like they do at the end of sausage party community wide orgies <laughs> yes just government g- mandated community wide <laughs> let's just go full full roam in this bitch uh, we'll be the next great empire we were gonna talk about these movies <laughs> that we oh, just goodness. <laughs> you're right. I'm sweating, dude. I feel it. I, I even turned the heat down in here. I'm I, not sweating yet. I, I, I sweat too much. I think I'm just nervous. Do you ever get nervous? Are you high don't, right now? Don't do that to me, Jack. Don't put me in my feelings. <laughs> Wasn't I giving you shit the other day for listening to Drake? Yeah, last night. <laughs> last night, dude. He's the goat. I don't know about that. That also makes me think of that <laughs> that episode because he's like looking at that Drake poster the whole time <laughs> they're on the bed. It just keeps popping up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh my gosh, dude! We didn't even get to the best episode. <sighs> I just, I don't know. I was kind of like half in, half out of it. You gotta be all the way in, Zach. I, I don't know how I feel about it yet as a show. I love it. It's too dick-centered. Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> because He's insecure because Because his name is a play on a little dicky. And he's got two pee holes. Do you think that's true? Like in real life? I don't life? know. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> if, it, if it's like actually based on some real... Some real stuff. 
It, oh gosh, I hope it's not. Yeah, I feel I bad. Really f- I I feel bad for him if that's the case. It's like his last story that he's like, I should <laughs> make a TV show. <laughs> I'm just like, imagine like you do that TV show and you're like, hey, mom and dad, friends and family. <laughs> I made this TV show about myself. Like, how do you pitch that? Let's have a couple... I need you to stare at my bare ass for, like, probably a solid minute over the course of the show. Okay, honey, we'll support you. (sighs) That just makes me think of... There's a couple times, like, I've read about, like, actors and actresses where, like, their parents have seen them do, like, Amelia Clark in Game of Thrones. Her family had never watched the show up until, like, the fifth season or something like that. And it was interesting because in, like, the first season, this is how I feel like it is with all HBO, really all TV shows now. It's, like, the first season, they always put, like, the dirtiest, most raunchiest stuff in. To get people like hooked on it, yeah, and then then it's story from there on out. Yeah, they'll like wean you off of it. Exactly. Yes, and so in the first season, you know, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, so many boobies!" Because like she was naked in a lot of the first season, but then she like said she wasn't going to do any more scenes like that for the show. But then, for whatever reason, she had decided for this like premiere of this. I think it was like the fifth season or something like that. She was gonna do another like nude scene because it empowered her quote unquote right. whatever and that was right, right. so her parents never having seen the show up until that point that was the first episode they watched it with oh no i don't know if she was with them but they like and she said they like texted her after they watched the episode they did. and they were just like that was a great show but um this one part <laughs> And then there's like another. I haven't seen the movie yet, but it, it's with Michael Fassbender, and it's I think it's not called Filth because that's the one James McAvoy did. Um, and I always think of them together because of the new X Men movies. Um, but it was it was along those lines, and he like was like a chronic like I guess an infomaniac or something like that, and he wa- he went and watched that movie with his dad and there's like a fully oh. nude scene of him i like how do you look your parents in the eyes after that i mean i guess like actors dude they just have like just a level of not having shame that normal people do but even still like i could not i wouldn't no 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 nope no wouldn't do it no 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 <clears throat> knowing that other people yeah no I can look at it myself, myself thinking and be like, yeah, that's hot, but. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting you to say that. (laughs) But like, no. You just stand in front of the mirror and you're just like. Hours a day. (laughs) I turn myself on. (laughs) This is the most sexual episode that we've ever done. What are you going to name it? I was actually I was gonna name it because I was thinking of that bit from Community where they're always like Troy and Abed in the morning, but it's gonna be Zach and Ethan in the morning at night because they do that as one yeah. one little caveat episode. Okay.
Okay. It's better than the title of my last one. Which was? Why do you say Arkansas different than you say Kansas? Because ever since I moved... No, for real, though. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since I moved down here, it just makes me think of that vine constantly where that girl's like, uh, what is in Arkansas? (laughs) America, I am confusion. (laughs) Uh, Bring vine back. R.I.P. I still, as much as I've seen it, I... I can't do TikTok just yet. No, I can't do it. I have People to hold keep up. telling me to get on, but I can't do it. It's just, I've seen, and it's probably the same way it was with Vine, but it's just like, with Vine, I felt like I could scroll for hours, and I was just constantly finding something to laugh at. But with TikTok, it's like, sometimes people show me videos, and I'm like, that's really funny, and a lot of times it's just people dancing and stuff. And while I do enjoy a good dance every so often... And primarily out of jealousy that I wish I could dance. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about like good dance, like a really good, not just like the the little. Let me floss for you. Boom. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate like like a real dance. Yeah, I wish that dancing lessons were like more of a thing, like a big thing, and I wish that they were cheap. And if they are, bro. I'm sure you can find something here. I'd, I'm positive. I just need to know, because the next time, I mean, I guess most of our friends are married already, so yeah. whatever. But the next time Here I get is. invited to a wedding, I need to be ready for the dance floor. Because that's the one occasion that you have to go dancing in modern life. Unless you go to a rave or a club, but then... That's, that's a whole different... That's a whole different deal. Exactly. And nobody cares about how you dance in that situation because you are presumably very drunk or very high. On life. Yes. (laughs) High and drunk on life. Exactly. So that's what I'm left with right now. Dude, take a dance class. Zach, I'll take a dance class with you. Can Can we take slow dancing together? Sure. I'm not going to dance with you, but no, I, w- I will be there I w- with you. I want your hand on my lower back. Zach, we can do that. <laughs> as long as it's not hairy. Um, I might need to take a trip to the waxer. Just, Just let get, me do it for you. I, I'll get a full body Brazilian. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> 40-year-old virgin style. <laughs> You know that they actually did that. Yeah, I, that was real. I don't that, know how they could fake that. It, <laughs> it, it looked very real. And when they were making that, so Seth Rogen was writing that scene, and he was like trying to come up with funny things for Steve Carell to say when he was getting waxed. Yeah. And so he was like, "I had a list of like dirty things for him to say, and then I had a list of like clean things." To like try to balance it out and make it funny, and he was like, "The dirty things were really easy to come up with, of course. <laughs> but, but the clean things." And he's like, "Oh, Kelly Clarkson." Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I would show that par- my, that that movie to my parents. Really? Oh man! It's like weird. The 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 movies I'll show them that they'll like. 
and then the movies I, I show them that they just absolutely hate and they'll just never watch. It's weird. Like I, I can't, I can't figure my parents out sometimes with the movies they like. So you'll knowing them for twenty five years, I can't figure them out. You're saying if you showed them something like Forty Year Old Virgin, they would like probably like that, even though I, I don't know. I know they would like parts of it. What's something that you've shown them that you didn't expect them to like, but they did like? Um, super bad. No. no. <laughs> Probably the most recent would have been Deadpool two. The actual unrated, it, or so I it, mean the actual R rated version. No, it was like the they did like a clean, like a cleaned up, edited PG thirteen version. See, that's probably why though. But it was still like pretty, like raunchy and very much Deadpool. It just didn't have as much. I don't know. Like it still had. It had pretty much everything except for, like, the violence they, like, edited out. Pretty much, like, blood splatter and stuff. And, like, and, like a little bit of... Did, well, you just heard that, too, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I thought that came from the TV. I don't know if... It's I, our neighbor, dude. I can't tell if it's next to us or below us. It sounds like next. She's playing creepy-ass music, dude. <laughs> That is some creepy ass music. It's like very ethereal. And like, oh my gosh. This is, she's casting the spell on us right now. She's probably, she probably has like freaking super witch ears and can hear us. Can, I think we just need to bake like the biggest batch of chocolate chip cookies and just go, just leave them at, at their doorstep and be like, this is a friendly gift from your neighbor. Promise there's nothing in these cookies. Okay. <laughs> okay, but if someone did that to us, would we eat them? I would eat, like, a little bit of the cookie and wait 30 minutes to okay, see. Okay, but if, so, if you write, if, if someone wrote on a note, like, I promise I didn't put anything in these cookies. I would be trusting. I would absolutely <laughs> not touch any of those cookies. They'd go immediately in the trash. Dude, human beings are basically good. No one would ever put anything... Or do anything like that. <laughs> never. never. It's never happened. Um, probably give us, put steroids in it and make our little, make our pee small. <laughs> our little TT birds small. Oh, uh, I was thinking laxatives. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Either that or meth. No, that I would be. Can you put Can you put meth in food? Is that a thing? I maybe we should make it. A thing. <laughs> if it's not a thing. I saw a news story once where like this uh, restaurant got shut down because they were putting little bits of opium into the food to get <laughs> people hooked on it. Dude. Where was this restaurant? Okay, it, you know, it maybe it could have been real. It also could have been like one of those internet. Little, I didn't. Little I didn't Snopes it, so I don't know if it's true or not. Well, I need to preference because Hannah has really like, you know, she's obviously the number one fan, but she has like laid out with me every single time I've said something. <laughs> 
everything factually wrong on this. And it, it's been a lot. <laughs> like, it's been bad. So I, I really have the preference that I am just your basic, normal, white American guy who is like every other white American guy and thought this pandemic called for our voices to be heard. <laughs> and so we all decided to make podcasts about our lives. <laughs> and yet somehow people are still listening to them. Sort of love to see it. You love to see it. Or it's just a bunch of bots, which I'm fine with. Are there really bots though? I just, I want the AI programs of the future that are going to evolve from these to know that I'm on their side. Skynet all the way. I, I, I'm still working on this and I probably need to be drinking water, but maybe I'll get some of that milky Wheat beer in a second. Oh, yeah, help yourself to it. This is, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. No, I have I have a glass. Oh, good. I got this for myself, Zach. <laughs> oh, we were gonna talk about our movies. Should we do Should we do the order that we watched them in? All right, so I I hadn't seen it before tonight. You had seen it already. Green Room is the name of the movie. It's quite the ride. The guy, I don't know his name, who made this movie, also made this other movie that Ethan forced me to watch called Bone Tomahawk. Top 10. Top 10 of what? It's in my top 10. Of all time? Yeah. I love it that much. No way. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, it it's was... so slow and just like, oh, it's perfect. Oh, I just... Can we... I mean, we are... We, the dialogue, the whole... Fir- the freaking three-fourths of the movie. The only redeeming quality I find in that movie is uh, Kurt Russell. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's just the only thing. Um, I just was so grossed out. I like, and I, I yeah, yeah. That's why part of why I love it. <laughs> just it has that one scene that you're you're not, you, dude. You no, no, you're not expecting. You've never seen anything like that in a movie, have you? No, I haven't. No, I mean, exactly. okay. It doesn't take the cake when it comes to like me being grossed out in a movie as. Did I? Uh, did you know that uh, Colton? I'm. I'm. I'm gonna incriminate them for this because they. I was forced to watch this. Watch this movie. Literally forced by them. Colton, Dalton, and Drew all made me watch The Human Centipede Two, which is far worse than the first one. I didn't and see I, the second one. I, I see the first one. I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch the first one because I didn't want to. I. I. I did not want to watch it. But then they made me watch the second one, and. Uh. It was so gory that they had to make it in black and white to keep it R-rated because if it was in color, they were going to make it not rated. And so it wouldn't have gone out as much. So it's hard to top that. 
but we, uh, I mean, we spoil everything in, in this show, so yeah. can we, can we... Oh, we could just put a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert at whatever mark this is for the most brutal, one of the most brutal death scenes yeah. I've ever seen in a yeah. movie for Bone Tomahawk. By far. Can we, can, you, you explain it. I, I can't relive it. <clears throat> <It's> a, <laughs> do I have to explain it by like? Just say what happens. Just say what they do to this. Basically, poor this guy is—he's a captive of these people, and they take a tomahawk, a, <laughs> a bone, bone tomahawk. tomahawk. <clears throat> How do I put this? They they flip him over they flip him over so look, picture head head on the floor. like you're doing a handstand they take this tomahawk wait 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 they they spread the legs oh spread eagle yeah he's <laughs> he's open wide he's letting it all hang out you see he's naked yes he's very naked and they take this tomahawk right into his crotch right into <laughs> the taint <laughs> taint Bone tomahawk on the taint bone. <laughs> is there a taint bone? Well, sure there is. It's your tailbone, basically. <laughs> it's connected. It's all connected. And and they... But it's not just one. They they keep chopping. Oh, no. Yeah, they're like hacking at him. They're hacking at him. And then they grab his two legs, and they just split him in half. And you see the the entrails... What does it for me is like the sound of it. Yeah, like this, just like it's just cracking, like it's very snapping. Like it, it's how I imagine like a butcher oh. plays sounds, uh. but it's with a person's taint. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so <laughs> to to encapsulate this whole tangent, the guy who wrote and directed that scene that I love so much not made this movie Green Room that we watched. Okay, the part right after they split the men in half. You remember that where they take the they take that flask out of the fire and they stick no, it they uh, stick it in no, the side don't. wound that's there. That was the, I think more than like gore, it's like burning is what gets me oh. like seeing people get burned or anything like that that is that'd be the worst way to go yes absolutely oh that okay but so i'm i'm walking into green room thinking that it's going to be that level of violence and thankfully it wasn't but it was very violent yes yeah yeah uh, so, like, I'll, without trying to spoil it, a sort of synopsis of Green Room is that it starts with this punk band who is traveling around America trying to make it as a punk band. Um, it's got, I don't know his name, he died, but, like, the main character is the guy who plays Anton... I don't know his last name, but he's he plays the Russian guy in the new Star Trek movies with Look, his name's like some Isakov or like Yeah. Gorbachev or It's like Stalin or Joseph Lennon. Lennon, yeah. Um What is his name? 
Anyway. Anyway, so he's in it. Um, the maybe from Arrested Development is in it as a, which is weird because I haven't watched Arrested Development forever. But she's like young in that show, so it's weird to see her as like an adult. She and, looks exactly the same. Um, the blonde-haired girl. I don't know her name. Um, I don't you know s- how to say her first name. It's like Imogene. Imogene. How do you say that name? Yeah. How would I, you say that name? I would I say it Imogene. Imogene Poots. <laughs> Is that really your last name? P-O-O-T-S. See, I know her from a... Uh, it's called like... Oh, I don't remember the name of it. But anyways, that's not important. And finally, Sir... Patrick Stewart. Yes, sir. Who's the bad guy? Yeah, he's he's a bad man. Professor Xavier is the bad guy in this yeah. movie. He basically just orchestrated all that. So this, this punk band, they're traveling around America, and they can't really... They kind of keep getting like crap shows, and then they get sent out to do the show for basically... Nazis. Yeah, it's basically like a Nazi bar. It's a Nazi bar full of skinheads, and surprise, surprise, when you hang out with this with those kinds of people, shit tends to hit the fan, and that's exactly what happens. <laughs> um, very fast pace. That's my one. I was telling you earlier, my biggest criticism is that like once it kicks off, it's very fast pace and it's cool. Um, was that Drew? It's yes, that's Drew snapping me. Mine, mine came on at the same time. I, you know, the funny thing is, is I could be married one day, and my my wife will probably not talk to me as much as Drew, yeah. <laughs> as Drew talks to me. It's a problem. <laughs> I will. That's the. I will never know a woman as well as I know Drew Drew Kilgore. <laughs> I've seen things that I never want to see. <laughs> the other day, I was snapping him. No, we were FaceTiming, and I was like, all right, dude, I am going to the bathroom, so I will call you back later. And he was like, okay, send me a picture. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my gosh. He still sends me snaps like that. It, isn't like it a, him going to the bathroom like <laughs> it's it's kind of it's it's a fun game to play because when i see the notification and i open it up and i'm i'm, I'm like am i going to see drew ranting about somebody in public mostly about people driving mostly about people driving or am i going to see a massive dump yeah, <laughs> in the a, toilet just a turd coiled up like a snake <laughs> You know I do it to myself, man. I should. I shouldn't. I should just. I should just. Whenever I get them, I should just open them, but close my eyes. So, and the funny thing about this is he shits on this podcast so much that he's oh, never going to listen to you us. You know he does. <laughs> you know, you're never. He's never going to listen to us shitting on him right now. It surprised me so much when he said, "I listened to the album. <laughs> it's actually pretty good." Oh yeah, yeah. You have an album out. It's actually pretty. Should you should we promote, should we promote that? Should we take a little detour? Dude, it's hard to get back from the detours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like plugging stuff. I don't even like promoting it. I don't even like telling people about it. What's the name of the album? Severed Head. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the artist's name? Whitley. 
And where can you find the album? All major streaming platforms. Even Netflix? Netflix, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's gonna be the next step is a, a documentary, a, an, an album documentary of beginning to end, first pro, first recordings to first show at a dive bar. This cool, is actually. this is what we do. This is where the ideas happen. No, I like that. We still have some ideas we need to. Execute. To get the ball rolling. Uh-huh. That's the, the problem is I have too many ideas. And then I have the energy level of an 80-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how we correct this. Adderall. That's all we need. <laughs> it's just a big old pile of it. <laughs> <laughs> We both know who the plug is. Walter White. Walter, Walter White. That's, uh, I don't think I've talked about this yet. I've watched all of Breaking Bad for the first time in my life. Wait, you watched all of it? This past year. And El Camino. I still haven't seen El Camino. You haven't? No. And it's because I love, I love Breaking Bad. I don't... I took probably a month and just... Every time I got off work, I was like, going home, I'm watching Breaking Bad, this is all I'm doing. That's my life now. I don't know if it was because I watched it so late that I was removed from all the hype. I liked it. I really liked the show. It's probably one of the best shows I've watched in a while. Yeah. I don't know if I loved it as much as people made it out to be. Okay. But I still... I think the biggest thing that I liked about it is how I went from not liking Jesse at all in the beginning. I already, the ending was spoiled for me, so I already kind of knew in my head that Walter White was the bad guy. Like, really? But, um, so I I didn't like him from the beginning. Yeah, you like go into it not liking him. Yeah, so. There's like nothing that he does that I'm like, that like, I like that. Yeah. Like, I like it when he, like, comes through. But, it, you know, it, in the end, it's you know, it's always going to, like, come back against him later. Yeah. I just like how Jesse goes from, like, the most unlikable guy to, like, the one that you root for yeah. towards the end of it. But I hate how much shit that they put him through in that show. <laughs> like, fr- from... Kristen Ritter dying to Damn, that was that was and th- that scene when he's in like that heroin house and like they find him and he's like bawling like that's the one of the few times I felt emotion from something in a long time <laughs> and then they have to go even further and then he has that like one girlfriend who has the kid towards the end. And he's, like, trying to keep her out of it. And he does, like, the responsible thing and, like, breaks up with her and everything. And then they still just shoot her. They just, she just walks out on that porch and they're just like, bam. 
I gone. You gotta do it. They, they just had to make she his. was costing the show too much money. Oh my! And it was like the last. It was like the last few episodes, and I was like, if they had just like never touched her, and like you didn't see anything from her again, that would have been more bearable for me to watch. Heartbreak on heartbreak. It's a heartbreaking show. You could say it's heartbreaking bad. That was heartbreakingly bad. (laughs) Okay, so green room. (laughs) So, oh, we're back on this. Well, I don't. No, my thing. I don't know. I maybe I just need to watch it again because I don't know where to go from beyond it just being like a. Once it gets going, it's like a thrill ride of like what's gonna happen next, like. What? Who? Who's gonna? Spoiler alert! Die. Who's gonna die die in a terrible way? Like, I will say, I did think it was gonna be more racist than I thought it was. Only a few n words. I was very surprised. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like they really don't touch on that. (laughs) Which you would think they would be going all out because, like, you see swastikas and like the. Gestapo SS everywhere in the club. They're all skinheads. And then that's like one thing I was hoping to see more. Like the first time I watched it was because like, you were gonna go like, like Nazis like, getting killed. But, oh, I yeah. th- I thought you were gonna say yes, go white power. White <laughs> 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 power worldwide. Um, just, I, oh, just throwing shit. it out there. I do absolutely do not feel that. Yeah, we we're being terrible human beings, and we're making jokes about. Very serious things that are not good. But that's the thing about jokes. Is, I, yeah. It um, gives you a moment to, like, put out how ridiculous it is. Because it li- it literally is ridiculous. Like, you're just like, no right-minded individual actually believes this stuff. And the people who do believe this stuff and want to act it out, you're just like, okay. It's bad. Crap. Who Crazy. touched your booty hole as a kid? <laughs> Lots of people. Like, not mean oh my gosh. I Now I just made a pedophile rape joke. I've got to stop. Oh. But that's the thing about comedy. I don't, I don't think that there's like really a whole lot that's off limits when it comes to making jokes. But I'm trying to be somewhat serious. That's the problem. Because I can't. It's like I. It's this is where the self sabotage comes in. It's just like any any time I feel like I'm trying to make any sort of serious. This is how I actually feel. Point. I have to make a joke about it. So it's like not so. It's so, like not so dark. It's yeah. It's like but a. But then it gets dark because you just make <laughs> you make the joke. It's like a weird defense mechanism I have for revealing myself. It makes sense. That's why I am my own therapist, and I do not need to pay $50 an hour. Uh, oh, this is, reminds me of a great Twitter joke I saw. Uh, some, some girl tweeted, and she was like, why do men uh, start their own podcast when they should uh, really be in therapy? And then somebody responded back and they said the same reason why women start in OnlyFans instead of getting a real job. Oh, the truth hurts. (laughs) 
that was too. It, I couldn't. I could not laugh at that. That's one of the few like tweet things that have made me laugh out loud. Uh, we didn't do a cheers. Cheers, finally. However long into this, we don't have to do a super long one. I was kind of thinking of doing like if we just did like mini episodes, but our all of our um, things that we try to start out and do mini, they just continue. It's just like one long. It's it's like it's like a it's like a novel of a text message that you get and you send when you're breaking up with someone and then the immature person me sends do you want to play eight ball back <laughs> in response to the in the response to the long message <laughs> or just a thumbs up <laughs> just one of my one of my friends uh, he says when uh, every time he's gotten like a rejection text uh, from a girl, even if it's like a long, drawn out, like thoughtful thing, he'll just be like, "Okay, R.I.P. back, <laughs> back to her." <laughs> I'm, just... <laughs> I'm glad I haven't been rejected a lot. Oh, you know it hurts every time. <laughs> People say they're like, "You, it's a numbers thing," and you get they're like, "You got to get rejected a lot to get over it." But I'm just like. Every time. No. I still have to stare into the black abyss for a little bit every time. Every time it's the first time all over again. Uh, so, green room. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was trying to think of what was happening. Uh, on a, I, I want to watch it again. I'd probably give it a... 7.5 out of 10. Okay, that's pretty high. Yeah. I don't know how that... 10, uh, it's it's like golf, so you want a lower score. So you want really like 1 out of 10. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah, I would watch it again. Okay. It, right now? Sure. No. <laughs> That reminds me. No, I, I don't want to divulge the story. Um, no, I can't. You have to because you already started saying something about it. Oh, it's. I don't want to say the reason why, but I just remember there was a night where a group of people that you were there. Where? Uh, I don't want to say. <laughs> we were. We were there. I was under there, and we were watch. We watched the Guardians of the Galaxy. And because of what was happening in this situation, we were like, let's immediately watch Guardians of the Galaxy again. (laughs) I don't know how many times we watched that movie. No, we watched it twice that night. Two times in a row. Yeah. Which, granted, when it came out, it was a pretty cool Marvel movie. Yes. Looking back on it, I don't understand... I, I could never do that. Like, I could, I literally, that's a, that was like a once in a lifetime thing. I think we're all just mind blown. <laughs> so many colors. Okay, giving it away. Um, um, this, was, this was a long time ago. That actually, if I think about it, that actually was a long time ago, which is crazy yeah, and, and sad to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
It's a long time ago. Everybody's like married and has kids now. Yeah. Just weird. Idiots. <laughs> no. No, it's... I'm glad. I'm very happy for all the people that we know that have found significant others that love them and want to make babies with them. Uh, <laughs> there's one specific one I'm thinking of, uh, you know. I don't care about that rejection. <laughs> That's the one rejection I don't care about. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um... <clears throat> So, green room. No, so <laughs> we finished green room and then we watched Black Klansman. With three Ks. There's three Ks in the movie title if you're searching for it. This movie I would give, honestly, great. even though it didn't come out last year, I saw it last year. And of all the movies I watched last year, probably my favorite. My favorite, like, newest movie. Yeah. <sighs> impressions, thoughts for after seeing it for your first time tonight. It's one of those movies I've been wanting to watch for a while. Like it's always been like in my mental watch list. I just never got around to it. Yep. And yeah, no, I'm on. I'm super glad you showed that to me. I think that was the first Spike Lee movie I've ever seen in my life. I'm trying to think of other stuff. I feel like I've had to have seen something else. So he actually came to Mizzou um, as, as part of like filming like a documentary he was doing because we had those protests in 2015 uh, with like the black, um, not just black, but I mean several students, but it was obviously a black-centered issue um, on campus about like racist things that were happening and it made in the national news and then that sparked other campuses to have protests and stuff and he came like a semester later after all that happened to film his documentary and like there were i thought it was weird because like they were they had that like one anthem that they use that kendrick lamar song where they're always like we gonna be all right yeah. that song which is a good song um and they were walking around in like a group on campus and they were like chanting again. And I was like, what happened this time? Like I, I like missed it. I was like, what is it? What? I thought like, I thought these were over. And then somebody was like, Oh no, that's cause Spike Lee's here and he's filming them for the documentary. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't actually see Spike Lee. I probably honestly didn't know what Spike Lee looked like. Yeah. So I, if I, I did see him, <laughs> I have a picture of him in my bedroom actually. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Why? Because he was in a magazine and I cut it out because I was going to put it in a collage. Oh, okay. No, I just I just keep a picture of him. <laughs> I didn't know if like you really liked him and you had like you no. were like here's a poster of Spike Lee in my room. A whole poster. A whole poster. And I put it right above my bed. Um, so it's a Spike Lee movie. It's got John David Washington as the lead. Who is in Tenet, which I still have not seen. Um, he's actually Denzel Washington's son. Surprise, surprise. I will say that's one you could watch back to back. Tenet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You to would like, figure to, it out. You would need to, yeah. Yeah, I, I do want to see it. Yeah. I don't have the mental brain power. And I need to read on it. <laughs> Even after watching it, I need to read Those are, what was going on. Yeah. 
the the movies where you have to read on them afterward it's like you kind of wonder it's like did the movie do its job but then i I don't know i feel like you just miss so much stuff in general like uh that one movie with natalie portman that sci-fi movie annihilation yeah i i did not understand the ending and i was like i have to read this and once i read about it i was like oh that makes sense sort of okay (laughs) it's funny that like Usually, like, stuff I read, like, after a movie like that, I'm like, okay, are people just making up their own thing thing to fit the movie? Annihilation is different specifically because it was based on a book. So what I okay. was reading was kind of, like, the author's interpretation of, like, what yeah. his ending was supposed to mean. Or she. I can't remember if it was a guy or a girl. I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever looked up what what it was about it's about climate change which is weird i i've i mean i sort of got it from the movie that i could see that was like the loose thing behind it but like since they never actually overtly state climate change what was up with like the whole alien creature thing oh gosh i it's been so long i could try to explain it so the not the alien specifically but the whole the idea was like so in the movie it's all about like Natalie Portman keeps like sabotaging herself and so it's like she's in that relationship with Oscar Isaac but she cheats on him with that one guy and they're like why would a spouse in a loving relationship cheat on them like why would they self sabotage and then they that was supposed to be like a reflection of humanity where it's like, why do people who live on this earth and want to live on this earth keep destroying it where the alien comes into play? I have no idea right now. Yeah. Like how are you supposed to get that from a movie? Like, yeah, you can't, you really, you really can't. Um, I got, yeah. I I have no other words. So, Black Klansmen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, John David Washington, Adam Driver, who, man, I love Adam Driver. Yeah. Everybody gave him so much shit as Kylo Ren in the Star Wars movies. But he's what sold the Star Wars movies for me. That was the first thing I had seen him in. But, like, after that, I was like, he's one to watch. Yeah, um... The chick, what's her name? Felicity Jones. In the in the Star Wars movies. Uh no no Felicity well she Felicity Jones is in Rogue One. Oh gosh, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. That's it. Is. She's okay. the main in the sequels. I didn't like either of them. Rogue One or the sequels. The girls in them, but yeah. Oh really? Oh, I actually, I I liked Daisy Ridley. And I liked Ray. I just feel like the writers kind of like did not make her character who she was supposed to be. Which unfortunately, that seems to be like a trend, like a thread with Star Wars. Like people complain so much about uh, Hayden Christensen as Anakin. And then George Lucas was like, Hayden Christensen's playing Anakin the way I always envisioned it to be. It's just everybody just hates the character. And I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense to me. 
with I for me I kind of view it as the same way like I thought she did a good job as Ray it just they didn't write Ray to be a better character than she was yeah I really haven't gotten into the newer Star Wars movies I don't think I haven't seen a, a couple of them oh really ones. yeah I think they're worth watching just for that they look cool but obviously the stories suck I, that's the biggest disappointment. That's the problem I have with Disney. Oh, Disney. Just doing so many They're doing mess-ups lately. Doing too much. They're doing the most. Doing too much. Have you seen this whole thing with... They fired one of the actresses from The Mandalorian because of like some pro... I don't know if they were pro-Trump tweets necessarily. I read some of them, but they were like pro-Republican, and I don't think they were tweets. I think it was like an Instagram post, and they fired her for that. And people was people were kind of calling out Disney because they were like, okay, so you fire her for her political beliefs, which may or may not be wrong, but then you make Mulan where you have the actress who plays Mulan praising the Hong Kong police for how they were dealing with the protesters. <laughs> and in the credits of Mulan, they thank several companies that yeah. helped make the movie, and some of those companies have participated in the Muslim concentration camps in China. So it's obviously a very weird... But, and that's... You can kind of... Not to be like China is so bad or anything, but like Disney makes a lot of money off of China, and with a the news. Star Wars movies, specifically in uh, The Last Jedi, they have um, Finn with, oh gosh, I can't remember her name, but Finn is the black stormtrooper guy, and then they have like this um, Asian rebel lady, and they kind of like ride them together as a couple in that movie, and then in... um, Oh, I can't remember the title of the last one, but the last of the sequels, they write them off completely together in like less than a minute. And it's really China because (laughs) because Chinese people do not like interracial relationships. Yeah. Especially with black people. They're like, oh, we're losing too much money here. Yep. Yep. They had to satisfy those billions of dollars that they make from them. So. That's what happened. I could say one word that would just describe my feelings for Disney, but I just won't say Say it. Cocksuckers. (laughs) Isn't that two words? No, it's not. It's one word. I put it together as one word. Um, So, Black Klansmen. (laughs) Um, Steve Buscemi also plays a small role in it. Great. I love Steve Buscemi. Who doesn't? Um, it's based on a true story and I would like to read more of the true story, but essentially John David Washington plays Ron Stallworth, who is a cop. What? You're missing another Topher. Oh, Topher. Yeah. Topher. What's his last name? I don't know. Topher Grace. Eric Foreman from that 70s show slash Eddie Brock from Spider-Man 3. That's like how I always, like, those are the two things I always Always think of him. Yes. He plays David Duke, the Grand Wizard of the Ku Ku Klux Klan. Why is he called Grand Wizard? 
They're wizard. Dude, they're a bunch of wizard. white racists. Do you think that they put any thought <laughs> into these titles? They're like, oh, wizard sounds freaking dope. <laughs> Go with it. So, John David Washington plays Ron Stallworth, who is this cop for the Colorado Springs Police Department. And he goes undercover as a cop to infiltrate the Ku Klux, Ku Klux Klan. And that is really hard to say. Dirty mouthful. No wonder why they call it KKK. Um, and so he starts this. I mean, he's black. So he can't obviously go into the organization without people being like, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, so he likes, he like calls and gets information and he like works stuff from behind the scenes. And then Adam Driver, who's also on the police force, he plays Ron Stallworth, white Ron Stallworth. Um, in person to these KKK members and they like try to just understand what the organization is about and like see if they're going to do anything crazy terrorist wise and that's what I'll say without going too much more into this story but I like it's very well done stylistically there's a lot of like cool choices that Spike Lee makes in the movie I, there's a couple moments that like stand out to me. There's one where they're like at a shooting range, all the KKK members are, and they're just like practicing, and it's like kind of showing off Adam Driver's skill as like a marksman, and they're like laughing about all this stuff, and then like John David Washington comes in afterward because he's doing like reconnaissance over it, and it just shows. The whole time they're doing the shooting range, you just see them with their guns and everything. Yeah, that's... But then it's just like this slow pan and you see him standing in front of the targets and it's a bunch of racist characters of black people that they were shooting at. And it just kind of like lingers on like his face looking at like the the target and that hits right. Yeah, that's just... That hits right in the feels every time. Because, like, the whole time you're shooting, you're thinking, you're thinking oh, they're, 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 like, shooting just a regular-ass metal target. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, the, what Talking about, like, just racist language in the beginning, that's why I was so surprised with Green Room, because it's a bunch of Nazis, and you hear the N-word, like, a couple times. And I'm not saying I wanted to hear the N-word more. I'm just saying I was surprised. Yeah. But with... Black Klansmen, it's like every t- – it's like – it's bad. It's like every minute it's a different racist term that you hear. A lot of racist terms. Which also – so fun little aside that's actually not so fun. Everybody from the 417 knows this. Get the 411 from the 417. The 417, we grew up – we all, everybody who lived there, we all went to spook houses. We only called it spook houses in our little area. And when it was like a thing that I noticed with everybody when we graduated is we all went to college. And when we came back for Thanksgiving break and we were talking about freshman year, everybody was like, did you know that they just call it haunted housing here? And we were just like, why is it, why is it called haunted housing everywhere? And we were always just like, I guess spook housing is just like a cool little 417 thing. But then last year, I'm working at the news station, and somebody asked that question again. They're like, why is it called spook housing here? And somebody blatantly just goes, racism. And then it clicked in my head. I was like, oh, yeah. Spook 
is a racist term. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's one I forgot about. And yeah, it's not as well known, but uh, that's the area that we grew up in, and that was normalized for us to call it spook housing. It makes sense now. And now I feel incredibly uncomfortable calling yes. that because I think about that every time. Um, oh gosh, there's a there's this oh, there's this one really cool scene to where um, the Black Student Union in Colorado Springs plays a huge part in this movie, and they have this guy and I. I wish I could remember the name, but they're like all gathered in this house and they're listening to this old black man tell this story about how like when he was in Texas, uh, he was talking about how like this friend that he knew who was, uh, had some mental retardation, um, was charged for raping and murdering a white woman, um, and was convicted by, an all-white jury who only deliberated for four minutes. And once the guy was convicted, like, the white crowd just grabbed him, threw a chain around him, drug him out into the streets. They started beating him. They cut off his testicles. Like, so, obviously, an engross, very gross injustice. And they burn him, and the... The town put pictures of the burning as postcards to like celebrate this. And so you have this scene playing out while simultaneously it's showing like this KKK meeting. And it's like they're talking about how they're all like these holy and pure people and they're all like wearing robes and stuff. And it's like it goes back and forth between them chanting white power and then the other scene where they're all chanting black power and stuff. Like it was so black and white, not yeah. to like be like. But yeah, literally, it yeah, was a literally yeah, that's like, what like I a about it. a black and white representation of like this is real people were like this and are like this, yeah. and there's like these scary like it's weird to think about how like less than a hundred years ago stuff like this was actually happening. Yeah, that's the thing about like time wise when you think back like. It, really wasn't that long ago. No. It really wasn't. It, it was not. And I think it would be interesting if... Because it's already interesting enough how Black Klansman ends because the storyline of the movie ends, but at the very end of the movie, they show clips from 2017 of a bunch of... I'm trying to think of the word... I guess they they are riots in a sense, but they're like, it's these white like nationalist riots happening, and you see like real people walking around like Charlottesville and stuff, carrying torches and stuff, and they're chanting things like "Kill all Jews." Jews will not replace us. Yeah, and they're and it shows like that that clip where those that guy drives that floors his car into the crowd of people and kills that one girl. And all the while, in between seeing all this, it's like, it's Trump at the press conference at his hotel being like, there's bad people on one side, and there's also very bad people on the other, like, saying nothing to be, like... Condemn him. No, yeah. Just be, like, straight up, like... 
And it's weird because like I've seen a video, and this is not in defense of Trump, but I watched a video and it was like every time he denounced white nationalism in like oh, speeches. He's done it a lot. Yeah. And he did it a lot. He's done it a lot, yeah. I thought it was so weird how in that moment he chose not to. And I don't I don't obviously I okay. It's because he knows he gets a lot of support from it. Exactly. And, and he knew he was gonna be running, like And he's he's a politician. He's be running again. Yeah, it's and I mean, another obvious, maybe it's not just so a obvious. Numbers game. I don't know if uh, I feel weird saying that I feel uncomfortable saying this because I've been saying judgy things about people all night. But like Trump may very well be a very racist person, and that could be why. Also, could be why he did not <laughs> explicitly say, <laughs> yeah. "I denounce this." <laughs> so. And it also doesn't help when it shows a picture of real life, a video of real life David Duke, real life actual Grand Wizard David Duke of the KKK being like, this is why I support Trump kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that was, that's a hard, that's like such a hard, like, it's weird how you go from like this fictional movie based on a true story to like, hey, this is like, Real time stuff that happened just a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting that they did that at the end. What did you think of the very last image where it's the American flag turned upside down and it goes from red, white, and blue to just like black and white, but it's still the flag there? I don't know. I didn't really know what to think of it. I don't know. I kind of wonder if, like... I thought it was, like... Yeah, no, go ahead. I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is, like, already, like, a symbol used, but I was thinking, like, it's our flag, but it turned upside down, so our country is turned upside down. Yeah, and it means when flags are flipped upside down, it means, like, a country's in distress. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that, okay, so that's what that means, and then it goes from red, white, and blue to just black and white, and so... Instead of this, like, encompassing identity of we're all red, white, and blue, it's like our country's turned upside down because it's literally white versus black. Yeah. Which I would like to think that that's kind of a drastic representation. But if there's anything that, like, these past few years have shown us is that to me, it's like, wow, there's a lot more extreme people than I thought. Like, I thought like, I thought that white... I, th- I thought this whole, like, KKK stuff had, like, died down, you know? But that just kind of was like, wow, there's a lot of people that are still... Like, still very prevalent. <laughs> and I was just like, who... And I just... I, like, where are these people? And like, cause it's like, dude, do I interact with these people on a day to day basis? Like, that's the thing. It's like some people keep it so hidden. Like you just would never know. Yeah. That's what, that was a big, that was a big thing for me about that movie. It was just like, everybody has to watch it. If I, that's a movie I want to show my parents cause I know it would make them uncomfortable, but I still think that they need to see it. Yeah. I actually, that's like 
when it was on my radar, radar, and like I was really wanting to watch it, I was telling my parents like, "Hey, we should watch this movie." Yeah. I think they looked it up probably and were like, "Nah, we're not gonna watch that." Well, I think. But after seeing it, I think I could give it. I can. I think I could convince them to watch it. I think that my parents know that Spike Lee has been kind of like an extreme guy. Yeah. And so that's why I. To me, he doesn't seem so extreme anymore because he wrote he writes this movie with John David Washington as a central character, and he he like literally he's like he's an individual that despises the stereotype. He's black, <coughs> he's black, but he still believes in law and order, and he th- he doesn't think that all uh, cops are bad. He thinks that there's good, there's good cops out there and they need, they're separated from the bad cops. And at the same time, he's for the liberation of black people for stopping, uh, racist oppression against black people. And so it's like, it's, he's like one foot in the door and one foot out the door, like with on one hand being like a civilian who wants to like protest and stand up for his people. And on the other hand, he's like, Hey, I'm a part of this system, and I'm trying to work from within the system to make it work for everybody. I thought it was crazy too how he was the first black cop of yeah, yeah, department. And, and then he did that, like pulled that off. Yeah, that's what I want. That's why I want to look up the the true story behind it because, like, that makes it even more crazier if, in fact what it's based on was really like the first black cop yeah. in this area who then decides, Hey, I'm going to infiltrate the KKK. <laughs> like that is just a, that thought. In itself, it's just nuts. That's a badass move right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. You go pee. We'll stop it for a second. How was that pee break of yours? You feel better? Oh, I feel great. Just inhaling some nitrous oxide over here. If only. I feel like this doesn't really... It affects my voice. Zach, you gotta really hit that. Oh, okay. Hang on, hang on. I'm trying to... Oh, my gosh. It's getting away from me. Somebody stop me. Oh, that's how what he says in the mask. Here, take a hit. The last of the helium. Where's the suck hole? Uh, the suck hole is in my pants. <laughs> is it this one? Um, is it this thing? Just, just open it and you'll feel the air rush out of it. There you go. Hey. Big circle. Yeah, I kind of went a little crazy with it. I don't even know. Oh my god, you gotta <laughs> suck so much. Oh my gosh, dude. Wow. <sighs> oh my gosh. Um, no, I didn't get enough. Oh. Oh, it's uh, it's all wet. Uh. You feeling lightheaded yet? <laughs> I actually was. 
Um, well, I just had to lighten this up a little bit. You know, the, that's what I'm saying earlier. We're being all serious. Okay, take a hit. This gets me high. We were being all serious earlier, and now we have to joke around about it because we can't be serious and just be serious. <laughs> oh, it's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me. <laughs> I just threw up. Michael Jackson. <laughs> I taste pickles. Why? Did you have any pickles tonight? I did. I had a couple earlier. <laughs> oh. Uh, that hurt me. I like in South Park anytime they show Michael Jackson. And he's like... Or he's like, allegedly. (laughs) South Park was, uh, man, I've watched a lot of it, but I just, I can't get into it. Oh my God. It's not, it's not a cartoon for me. I love it. Um, It's just absurd. And it's like very political and relevant. Yeah. Well, is it? Ah. Yes, it is, Zach. No, keep going. Squeeze that sucker like this. Squeeze it. There we go. Okay, now I'm getting my attitude. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm about to pass out off the stool. Oh. <laughs> stool is another word for poo. Let me give you a little stool sample. Okay, that's... Uh, hurt my brain. There's a little bit of helium left, but we're going to take a break on that. Um, so I was kind of thinking to, because we were talking earlier about, an e- earlier even before this podcast about racist language, and you were like, why is it okay for them to say in a movie? Yes. And I was like, well, it's a movie and they're trying to portray these racist characters, which makes sense. But then that made me think of Pulp Fiction because you have Quentin Tarantino who writes and directs Pulp Fiction, but he also writes himself into Pulp Fiction. And there's a certain scene where Jules and Vincent come over to Quentin Tarantino's house because they're trying to dispose of a body. And Quentin Tarantino repeatedly says in the movie, as this character, he's like, does my garage, something along the lines, look like it's the place for dead inward storage? And he says the inward a lot in the scene. And isn't that kind of weird... That you write a movie, and then you write it so that the character that you play in the movie says the N-word. Yeah, that kind of seems like a I know we're not way the... to just slip it in there and be like, hey, I want to say this word. So. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to write myself in. I mean, and the funny thing is, too, is that Spike Lee has criticized a lot of Tarantino's movies for using the N-word. But then Samuel L. Jackson, who's been in many Tarantino movies, defended Tarantino for his use of that word. And he was like, 
maybe not the use of the word, but he said something along the lines of like, when I was an actor in this time in Hollywood, when Pulp Fiction came out in the 90s, for Tarantino to write me as the lead and put me in like this position of power that a lot of black actors don't get. He's like, there's no way this man can be racist, which on, you know, I get that when he says it in that way. And he also, he kind of took a dig at Spike Lee. He was like, Spike Lee's just mad because he hasn't made anything good in a while. And this was, I think this was around when Django Unchained came out that he did this interview. Um, so it's like, on one hand, I get it, but it still weirds me out that you would write yourself into a movie and write it so that you can say the N-word. Yeah. I don't know. He just seems very comfortable with the word. Like, because I've heard him say it in interviews, too. Oh, really? Like, like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He said it in interviews before. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll show you. Dude, it's it's I'm not I'm not defending the use of it. I'm just pointing out that it's weird how in certain contexts it's okay. And what I mean by that is like, okay, I remember watching a video of a Kendrick Lamar concert and and they're all like it's showing the crowd singing along with Kendrick Lamar's song. And you can very clearly see from the video that the crowd is mostly white. And they're all like chanting the N word in like this in like in like certain parts of the song with them. And in that in that scenario, you know, I mean, maybe a rapper has like stood up on stage and called white people out for that. I don't know, but like, oh, I'm sure it's that. Uh, that's I I don't get it. Like I don't get why in certain contexts it's okay and in others it's not. And I guess that probably goes back to like the intention that you're using behind the word. But like, even if you're not intending it in a bad way, it still comes across as being bad. I, I mean, like I would feel uncomfortable yeah. even if it was like in a quote unquote, okay situation. Right. I just think there's, at least when it comes to the N word, there's just, there's too much history behind it. That it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you think, and this is probably, I'm getting tired, so I don't know how much longer I can go with this, but to me it makes sense. To other people it doesn't make sense. But, like, people like harp on black people a lot for using that word with each other. And some black people do come out and say, they're like, I don't, like, calling other black people this word like that's not a good that's not a good thing that we do but then at the same time they're like certain groups who've had slurs used against them they reclaim the word and then they use it themselves as like a term of endearment like i guess a common not as bad example is like women calling each other bitch or slut or anything like that which is like to me that's I, f- I feel bad saying this, but to me, that's kind of funny. Like, I'm just like, if a, I, when I, when yeah. you hear girls talk to each other and they're like, bitch, this, that, like that, that just kills me every time because it's just like, it's, 
uh, I'm not saying that like kills me because I'm like, oh, look at those dumb B I T C H S. It's no, no. It's like it's like it's like actually like funny to like hear a girl. I don't know. I don't know why it's funny. It's just funny to me, and I don't mean it funny in a bad way. I feel like I have to walk back everything I say <laughs> because I'm just like this could be taken really oh. bad. Hold up, let me get some more helium. But yeah, some people, they just don't get it. Like, this is a, I don't know. It's it, Again, with older people, not being, not trying to be mean towards older people, but older people, no, they I tend, they don't, <laughs> they tend to not understand, like, they're like, why, they're like, I don't understand why, like, it's okay for, like, a black person to call another black person this. And it's just like, uh, I mean, I kind of get it. And, like, maybe it's just like, do we have to intervene ourselves into every issue? Like, can't we just let people speak the way that they speak to each other? Yeah, that's where I'm at. Just let people do their thing. Don't be trying to force yourself in anything. Yeah. Just let people live and don't be a shitty person. But except here on this podcast, we're going to inf- we're going to force ourselves into all these uncomfortable situations and we're going to make you hate us by the end of it. It's okay with me. <laughs> Plenty of people probably hate me. So, next uncomfortable situation we should talk about. Gay marriage. Yeah, it's fine with me. I yeah, it's care. cool. Yeah, it's whatever. All right, we figured it out. Cool. Yeah. It's good. If All only, right. If only the world's problems can be solved this easily. Well. Just two dudes. That's, just, yeah, they just need two dudes banging it out in a room together. I'm shaking my head. I'm just shaking my head. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I re- I'm I going to regret everything that I've said on here. Not everything. 99% of what I've said. I'll regret it tomorrow morning. It happens. After, after it's all uploaded. How long does that take? Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably stay up and do it. That was, that was a weird noise I made. Uh, what else you got to say, Zach? That beer's not... Uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's common sense. But, you know, everybody, let's just be good to each other. Let's let people... Do their thing. Let's just be like, hey, I, I believe this. You believe that. I still want to be able to go and have a beer with you. So yeah. let's 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 just do that. If um, unless you don't want beer, unless you're just a water drinker. Yeah, and then uh, then you can drink water, and I'll drink the beer. Or if it makes you uncomfortable, I'll drink the water with you. Or drink vodka so they think it's water. Yes, even better. Even <laughs> even better. So I think what I'll just leave everybody with is let's just let's let's stop being little shits to each other and let's start realizing that the world isn't all about you. And you learn and that's the thing, there's other people in the world. Yep. And different thoughts and you have to just live and accept. Yep. And guess what? You gotta if you wanna be a decent individual in this world you have to learn how to love people even when you don't agree with them yep 
And that's really hard. But it's doable. It is doable. We've it's seen very it. Very doable. We've seen it happen before, and we can see it happen again. See, for me, it's not that hard. I see someone else's views. I don't align with. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Right. Move on to the next thing. It's for me. It's we can al- still get along even if I don't. Exactly, and for me, it's almost like the problem with talking like politics and big world issues is that they're so encompassing. And there's so many levels. Oh, there's so many angles. Everything is just... Right. There's so many levels of complexity that it just takes away from the person who is directly in front of you. And you're just like, okay, I've heard this big thing and you fall under this one category and this big thing. So that must mean that you are every single one of these things. It's like... When I'm talking to somebody at the core, I want to know who they are, not you know right. who they are. I don't, I don't give a fuck about their beliefs, their religious views. I don't give, I don't, I don't care about any of that. Exactly, exactly. Some of like the best relationships I've had with people have been with people who believe completely opposite things from me. Those are the people I've learned the most from yeah, in my I life. Say, those are the people you learn from. And that's why like I think it's important to have community and dialogue with people that you know you don't align with. Yeah. One of the coolest things I ever went to uh in college at Mizzou was like there was these students from like the Muslim student union. I don't know if that's what exactly what it was called, but like they were representatives of like a Muslim organization on campus and they just kind of like gave a general talk to just like a bunch of people who were there and most people there were for like, I, I just went cause I was a part of like this club, but other people went because they were getting extra credit and stuff. And they were just kind of talking about like misconceptions people had about Muslim people. And they just like, they were very funny about it. Like this one girl that the, one of the Muslim girls that was there, she was like, I get asked this a lot. She was like, People always ask me, like, do you do you wear your hijab all the time? Like, somebody's even asked me if I wore my hijab in the shower. And she was like, usually I say that uh, I wear it in the shower if there's a man in there with me. <laughs> and everybody just <laughs> died laughing. It was, but it was really cool. And that was a cool experience because, like, you're coming – I was coming out of College Heights, out of the 417, where it's just like, hey – uh muslim people (laughs) yeah and they're like hey guess what we don't we have a negative view of muslims and then i'm like well i've interacted with a lot of them and pretty chill i like them (laughs) i i don't like them more than anybody else but like hey i was you know i kind of taught all my life that they're not people that we're supposed to get along with but actually i do want to get along with them which is why i feel like people in congress like rashida talib and Ilan Omar get a lot of flack. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with a lot of what they've said, or some, scratch that, I don't agree with some of what they've said, but I feel like they do get a lot of flack just because they're Muslim, which is not good. No. It, yeah, no. No. Uh, yeah. How I view is like, pe- how I view is like people... People go around the world walking like this with just one eye, and they don't have both eyes open. They're not. They're not woke. Yeah, they're not see. They're, they just <laughs> don't see everything. 
I don't, yeah, I don't understand how you can hate someone. That's the thing with me. I don't, I don't understand how you can hate somebody. I feel I like they hate other people. I Even under- just because of skin color, or religious differences, political differences. It's it's like the only. I understand to like the need to like defend yourself when you feel like somebody else is like encroaching on your lifestyle. However, what I think is good about this new presidency these past few years is that we're realizing like how much of heteronormative white Christian centered lifestyle has encroached on other belief systems. And now we're kind of realizing this country at its core is designed to be a space where everybody's allowed to practice and live their life how they want. Yeah. And we can still do that without eliminating one group over the other. I mean, that's how it began. That's how this country began. Exactly. I don't know how we've, how we've strayed so far. Well, it probably didn't help that we were mostly founded by white people who own slaves <laughs> that, that were also either Christian or deist. True. But also slavery back then was, that was worldwide. It was across the board. It was well, Africans owning Africans, black people owning black people, well, white I mean, people owning white people. It wasn't, and slavery still exists today. But I think, yeah, if Dubai, I, dude, you can have slaves in Dubai. No, yeah, yeah, Dubai, it's legal. It's legal I know. What For being such like a established, very rich country? It's like, yeah, I was under the impression that like America was kind of behind the times when it was being founded because. I know Europe, uh, the UK specifically, they eliminated slavery of black people like way either before America was started or they were starting to like get to that point. I just know that like I, it seemed to me like America was behind the times when it came to whites owning blacks as slaves. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not a historian. But... I'm not either. I wish I was. <laughs> that's... that's... Uh, I hate how we just, it's, it's weird because it, it, it's stupid how it feels like it needs to be said, but it's like the simplest cliches are like the cliches that solve the problems or the ways to act. And we're always just like, be good to other people, treat other people how you would want to be treated. But then why is that so hard to live out? You know, yeah. like, why are we still going through these same things that we thought that we had been done with for years that we like, you know, when, when I think of racism and slavery to me that like, as a kid that like meant like, Oh, civil war's over. That stuff's done with, but then in actuality, Oh, it wasn't done with. And it's still not done with. Somehow. <laughs> Yeah, a big part of it's just like how you were raised. Yep. Where you were raised, who you were raised and by. It probably didn't help that we grew up in an area that so lovely, lovingly titled haunted houses <laughs> as spook houses. Dude, I had no idea. I know it's it. Yeah, it's it's mind boggling. And it also goes to show another reason why. And it, 
it seems stupid to say, but like the language that you use is so incredibly important. Like I think about like all the words that I say in a day, whether verbally or written out. And it's just like, it seems bland on the surface, but like you have to realize that like words have these attached meanings to them. And where we get into trouble is when those meanings get distorted or we don't treat them as important as they're supposed to be. And it, this is why I hate texting people because man, I just, I think of any, I think of so many different ways it could be read and I have to be like, okay, here's a novel of what I actually am pretty sure I mean, but I still might've messed it up. So here's a little clarification appendix at the end of it. Um, But when I talk to you in person, it's just like, uh, um, I'm going to use second grade language to try to get this out. I'm going to use small words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, words matter. That's probably a good place to end it. Words matter. All right, well... We got a cheers to the first. I don't have anything left. I'd have a crack in your new one. Oh, uh, go crack another one. Okay. We're not going to bed. <laughs> it's only 1 a.m. Speak for yourself, Zach. I might stay up and play some Call of Duty. Yeah, I'll stay up. <laughs> <laughs> to the first. We'll, we'll say this is the first official one in the apartment. This will be the one I actually promote. No, you can't. Hmm. My bad, I got wrapped up in it. <laughs> Do we get it? All right, cheers. All right. I think that's going to call it good. Thanks for listening, everyone, ladies, gentlemen, and cat people. It's been fun. It has been fun. God bless. We'll see you all whenever we get the energy and motivation to do another one. <laughs>